Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did leave well, a pregnant pause there. I it should have carried it. on talking. That's my fault. Yeah. I created that awkwardness. Think, yeah, but um, yeah, welcome. You know, the, the feeling is mutual from me too. And what is the feeling? That I want to welcome people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a welcoming guy. We're both, we're both quite welcoming, aren't we? I really? would say we're yeah. friendly people, Pretty yeah. welcoming. Um, well, it was a corker of a show today. Thrills and spills in the Premier League. Our first official meeting of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters yes. Football Club. <laughs> that went down well, didn't it? And we chose a, a key game to focus on. We did. That was thrilling. So get in touch with us in the week. Email us, football at absoluteradio.co.uk or tweet. At Real Dysonator, at Matt Ford. A little glimpse to things behind the scenes here today. Uh, producer Nick printed off uh, Matt's notes, and I <laughs> accidentally read out something from Matt's notes at, during the meeting of the supporters club. You wouldn't know Which this. hasn't happened before. You wouldn't know this, but basically, <laughs> I prepare for the show. Yeah. You would never know from listening. And I have just an aid memoir in front yeah, of me, a yeah. few thoughts on a few stories. And I ruined one of your jokes, didn't I? By joke. By preempting it. I don't want to be a snob. I would have delivered it better. But it yeah. doesn't matter. It's not a point. It's not like I'm, not, I'm not still seething about it hours know, later. Was I didn't know you had anything planned. That's why, yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. The illusion yeah. it has now been shattered. It has but, been shattered. But that's just for you, the podcast listener. It is. And get in touch with us. Tell us why we should support your team next weekend. So on Saturday, it has to be either... The, well, it has to be a three o'clock kickoff. Three kick o'clock kickoff, yeah. On the Saturday. Tell us why we should support you. In this show, it was Plymouth Argyle. Yeah. It could be your club next weekend and the whole show will get behind you. Enjoy this podcast. Yes, enjoy. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's a triple air horn because yes. it's carnage at Wembley and Matt Dyson is watching it for Absolute Radio. Yes, who will be the runners-up in the North London Cup today? Wembley Stadium hosting the Hot Spurs against the Gunners. There is ten minutes of normal time to go. Harry Kane has just equalised from the penalty spot. Absolutely roaring uh, at Wembley. We should be clear we're watching it in the studio. We're watching it. Yeah, we're not there, as you can tell, probably by the background atmosphere. It's, Let's just have a listen to the crowd. If it was Wembley. I think that was actually louder than the Emirates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it possibly The atmosphere was. we had in here. Uh, Aaron Ramsey gave Arsenal, the outgoing Aaron Ramsey gave Arsenal the lead in the first half, and it's one all with ten minutes to go. Aaron Ramsey, or as sports journalists would call him, one-to-way midfielder. Oh, yes, that's the classic. He's got his dream. His dream's come true. He's going away now. It's only in football that people described money. as one-to-way. It one never happens in any other job. No one ever says, <laughs> <Yeah>. one-to-way binman, <laughs> Dave from Baseford, who said he'd rather work at a desk job one from September oh. onwards. There's a whole stash of Premier League action later today, and Matt Dyson has the preview. At three o'clock, Manchester City are away at Bournemouth. Pep Guardiola having said they need to sign a new holding midfielder and a left-back in the summer, so it's not quite as difficult for them to win the Premier League again. Just throw more money. <laughs> throw more money at the problem from those vast bottomless pockets. That's great. In the midweek dogfight between the Terriers and the Wolves, Huddersfield came out on top, but it might be a big ask for them to get another win today away at Brighton to spark some kind of mad late fight back from relegation. In another three o'clock, these dog impressions, yeah. In another three o'clock, I didn't know you'd branched out into the animal kingdom as well. The man of a thousand voices. <laughs> See if you can guess which dog it is. Um, that is a terrier. That's a terrier. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. 
<laughs> in another three o'clock Saturday afternoon glamour game that was way down the pecking order to be televised live. Burnley are at home to Palace. Westwood returns from illness to the squad for the Clarets. Westwood quoted as saying, it's going down at Turf Moor, my ends. The big dog don't play. Understand that. Believe. So, so, so what if my dad was a rural vicar? I'm still street. I'm dropping heavy bombs. Sorry, I think I may have got a quote from the wrong Westwood there. Uh, Marcus Rashford is expected to return from injury for the little Ollie and his shackle-free Red Devils as they take on the Saints in a classic battle of good versus evil at Old Trafford. And all eyes are on the handshakes at Molyneux as Wolves play Cardiff. Will Nuno Espirito Santo and Neil Warnock clash again like they did last season when the eyebrowless wonder went off on one on an expletive-filled tirade at the bearded Portuguese Yoda because he forgot to press the flesh. Mark Hughesian levels of huffy handshake hissy fitting. Let's hope it happens again today. Mark Lawrence's biggest fan, Matt Ford, is declared Come on, fit for today's rock and roll football. Uh, I'll sit just behind him, uh, zonally marking occasional bits of content. Producer Daisy is rested because, quote, she wanted to go on a big night out last night. <laughs> so social media Nick is bumped up in a caretaker capacity. As a Villa fan, he'll be at home alongside two supporters of a fallen giant destined to never get out of the championship again. Oh, he's done it. Oh, oh. Dyson, that is so satisfying. It is when you get it right. You get it on the nose. And you do get it on the nose. Occasionally I do. Sometimes other parts of the face. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the cheek. Sometimes. I'll take it on the cheek. Oh, man, but don't turn the other one. Do turn the other one. Yeah. Oh, I've got them ruined it now. No, that's fine. Just bask in the glory of the success that is the life of Matt Dyson. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Still 1-1 at Wembley. It's Spurs 1, Arsenal 1 in the North London derby. Hashtag NLD. NLD, yeah. It's never been... I've never respected it as a derby in the same really? way that I would the oh. Liverpool-Man United derby or the old firm. Mm, it's, I suppose East it's not, Anglia. It's not that high up. I think it's higher up than East Anglia. Come on. No, higher this is the thing. Well, Portsmouth, Southampton's bigger. Yeah. Norwich, yeah, I'll tell you what, what is massive is. is, and I'm not just saying this because Nick is here, Villa Birmingham is yes. carnage. Mm, yeah, that's huge. Do you remember that one? It must have been around 2002 where Enkelman let in that goal from the throw-in and the guy uh, ran yeah. on and like... Rubbed his face. Yeah. Dion Dublin got sent off for headbutting Robbie Savage. <laughs> oh, wow. I was watching that is it. great. It was incredible uh, entertainment because um, I was at uni with two lads, and that one was Villa and one was Birmingham. They both had season tickets and they were both at that game. Wow. And we all sort of wanted Birmingham to win. Yeah. And um, we were watching it on Sky Sports, and that's when they used to do Fan Zone. Oh, yeah. Which, if you yeah. don't remember, it was when the ludicrous idea of letting fans commentate yeah. on a live game with uh, one, one fan from each team. Wasn't and it? A, yeah. But they would just end up arguing. Yeah, the yeah. feed would get cut because of the yeah. language. Yeah, yeah. I remember the bit where he goes, when Dion done it, and put something, he goes, go on, Dion, go on. Oh, he's nutted him. And then, <laughs> and then he started effing and they had to pull the feed. <laughs> Carnage. Wow. The great, wonderful world of football. Wow. And especially a derby. We all love a derby, don't we, Fordy? Oh, especially my Especially this week. Oh, after the East Midlands derby. Whoa. Great that it was on telly. I was there. I, w- I watched it on telly, unfortunately. Oh, man, it was so what? good. The Early goal. Great. I've never seen Forest like that. Yeah. The atmosphere was absolutely out of this world. I'm just... Look... Oh, it's oh, a it's oh my word. Oh, like my word. It looked like he, he went down very late. Just to let you know, Arsenal have got a penalty. 
I think it's... In the 89th it minute. It looked like a, t- a foul on Aubameyang, or a tackle on Aubameyang. Then he seemed to go down quite slowly. What a first, start! On first viewing. You know what? The first few minutes of the show, invariably, he dies. He went down easily. Oh, but I think I think the Spurs penalty was fairly soft, and they, he was offside when uh, the penalty was given. Invariably will contradict. Oh, so I'm oh, just gonna... And then he did that little dive at the bottom. Yeah, the little, the little dive. That's ball. always a giveaway. The ref should spot that as a giveaway, and he should have booked him for diving, but he hasn't. So this is exciting. This is very, very what exciting. What are we talking about? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just talking about how I didn't respect the North London dog. <laughs> Come on, Aubameyang. Two penalties. I captained him in my fantasy league team. He better score this. I mean, absolute sources will bring you the goal. He didn't even start. Come on. Oh, he's 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 scored three out of his last four penalties. Harry Kane didn't mess around with him. This is one exciting start. This is incredible. My word, we're on the edge of our seats here in the Absolute Radio studio. We're now in 90 minutes of normal time. And 90 minutes is at Wembley Stadium awaits this penalty for Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Oh, he saved it! He saved it! The rebound! What's happening now? Oh, what no. is happening? Matt Dyson, it's talk a, to us! A melee in the penalty box. Oh they my saved, god. Larice saved it and then the rebound was saved and it stayed one all. Oh my word! Oh. Welcome to the weekend. It's rock and roll football. Kicking you into shape. It's the rock and roll football podcast. I thought the song had finished. A you bit earlier there, I almost had a heart the gap, attack. Didn't you? The death gap. I wasn't fully in my zone. No. To talk about Spurs Arsenal finishing one all, Matt, and a, yeah. and, a, and a sending off at the end. Yes, I know that was exciting, wasn't it? Torreira studs up challenge late on. Straight. It off. was very. It really became a proper derby late on that game, didn't it? It did. Sadly, no red cards at Forest on Monday night. No, no. Bit weren't. of spice at the end. It's always it nice to see take, Keo it. cry. Bit, yeah, oh, God. I love yeah. seeing oh, Keo look upset. <laughs> Although he was really giving it to all our young players, wasn't he? Getting in their face and shouting at them. It was a wally, because they were celebrating order. with the Forest fans. So Yeah, yeah, I don't know what his problem is. If it was away oh, yeah. and they were winding up the away fans, absolutely <clears> right to have a word. But... I, can't, I can't talk about that man on, uh, on air. Okay, <laughs> we will cease. Really we will good. cease and desist. But it was great, because I went up for the whole day. Oh, yeah. It was a wonderful day. Oh, you, a, you really made the most of the day, didn't you? It was like a bank holiday. But it's so funny. <laughs> Nottingham people, for those of you not from Nottingham, are very direct, very warm, but they are direct people. Yeah. So people come up to me and go, hey, you're that comedian, aren't you? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, I never thought you was funny, by the way. It's lovely <laughs> to meet you. Really nice to meet you, mate. Oh, right. Really Thanks. nice to meet you. Yeah. I go, I think, I, think that's, I think that's a nice thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my daughter says you're funny, but I watched a clip on YouTube the other day. It didn't make me laugh at all. <laughs> Some bloke actually just, said that to me. Just too honest, aren't and they? not just one. Like throughout the day, go like, yeah. I don't watch on telly, mate, because I'm not into that sort of thing. Wow. But good just on you, mate. Stop talking. I was like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, fine. Oh, I think I feel welcome. I'm not entirely sure. No wonder you had to drink through it. Oh, no. Crikey. Someone gave me a keyring as well. Did they? I woke up with a keyring. What sort of keyring? Forest keyring. It's got the forest tree on it, and on the end it says, on the back it says, keep calm and hate Derby. Oh, nice. Which is sort of needlessly aggressive, really. But uh, who was it that gave it? You don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Some, I mean, it was one of these fellas, you know. One of these, like, you know. One of, <laughs> one of these guys that don't like your YouTube clips. Yeah, one of those people that hate my guts. <laughs> Have this key ring. Go on. Um, we should say, last week we launched the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Oh, we did, yeah. Which is wow. a new supporters club that anyone can join. So do tweet us at R&R Football. And I think what we should do is collectively decide we're going to root for a different team each Saturday. Good idea. So get in touch. Text us on 8, 12, 15 or, or tweet us at R&R Football 
and tell us why we should support your team today. Nice. And then throughout the day, when we're looking for scores, doesn't matter what league it is, Premier League ideally. Well, yeah. Let's try and keep the country yeah. with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, we get enough championship stuff in the finals. But it does, if you okay. put a good case, so if you're off to a game, or even if you're not, let us know. And as a, as a show, as a this week... we'll add our support. It might we make will a difference. Root. That yeah. fixture will get um, special coverage. Great, lovely. Great and fun. make sure it's at three o'clock. If it's a half five, it's on tomorrow. Yes, no good. It obviously defeats the point. Yeah, yeah. Tweet us at R and R Football. And we're having our first branch meeting at some point, aren't we? We when, are. When yeah, we will be having our first branch meeting as soon as I get the minutes from the last one. Great, to go, Oh, okay. but there won't be any minutes because <laughs> it's the first one. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll make some. I have to make sure that we're quorum. Points of order. A few points of order. Have you got points of order? Yeah. Well, we should stop the Dyson out campaign. I mean, I think that's got. Oh. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> It is, but to be fair, I started the Dyson Out campaign. Did you? And I feel really bad about it. Well, it's fine. But, I mean, you know, everyone's welcome, and people are joining in their droves, aren't they? Let us know why we should get behind your team today, and as a show, as a nation, we will get behind it. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, I had a bit of a... Uh... Bit of an event in the week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I class myself as a football fan. <laughs> but it's... I mean, you can't know everything, can you? No. Um, you know, <laughs> you can't know everything. We've all got blind spots. Now, I'm only mentioning this because I've had pelters all week. Yeah. Not just on social media, but... Mates getting in touch, giving me... That you haven't seen for years. Abuse. Yeah. Um, I was on a show called Hypothetical in the Week on Dave that's hosted by Josh Widdicombe and James Acaster. Very good show, that. I got asked a question about Mark Lawrenson. Yes. And, um, well, here's what happened. <laughs> we asked Mark Lawrenson, would you prefer to accidentally give the England team food poisoning the night before the World Cup final? Give Adele laryngitis the night before her farewell gig? Knock over Stonehenge by mistake. This is Mark Lawrenson, who's a member of the football establishment. I don't think Lauro would want to give the England team... I can't imagine, oh. unless it's about what happened on the pitch. Lauro's logic is, well, look, England gets the World Cup final's <laughs> the best thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to give him I a can't f argue with that. He's so committed to that. As, I mean, so do you know that bloke? I know of him. We've never met, but I'm hoping after this he's going to want to get in touch. And is it... <laughs> Let's see how much Fordy does know about the Republic of Ireland in international Mark Lawrence. Oh, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'd be poisoning the England football team. I'm Irish. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm genuinely reassessing how I live my life in every way now. Oh man, it was awful. <laughs> it was this, yeah, it was quite bad. I mean, we all know Lauro. He's got a Preston accent. You do a very good impression of him, Lauro. Lauro, <laughs> and he doesn't sound Irish. To be fair, in your defence, he's not he's Irish. He's never sounded Irish. No, no yeah. there's a reason for that. He's as Irish sounding as Andy Townsend. So yeah, exactly. So I think it's sort of understandable that you'd forgotten he played for Ireland. Yeah, and the, the enormity of it hit me when Whittaker goes, let's see what Fordy does know about Republic of Ireland International. I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, and then it was when Ramesh went, mate, you present rock and roll football. Know, yeah. And that's when I realised the implications of what yeah, had happened. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, man. Yeah, people, all, even, oh, every, since it's been broadcast, there's not been a single day where someone hasn't mentioned it in some capacity. It doesn't reflect well on, on this show, does it, really? What? On this brand. Don't, I mean, stop, <laughs> don't do a ratna, mate. It doesn't reflect well. I mean, we might have to have words with the bosses about it, having heard it in full now. Well, Paul Sylvester, our boss, tweeted that 
I was under basic investigation. Yeah, yeah, you might have to have a disciplinary hearing next week. Well, uh, this may be my last week on the show, so um, (laughs) let me know which team you would like us to get behind today. Make sure it's a kickoff that's on while we're on there. So a three o'clock kickoff. Whoever you support, and the best reason will get the entire show and hopefully part of the country behind you. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Okay, settle down, everyone. Uh, this oh, is the... Fl- sorry, sh- sh- please. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> the sandwiches are at the back for the next meeting, please. <laughs> Can you come away from the tea urn? It's very hot. Yeah. Has um, everyone paid their subs this week? Have they? Yes, I think most of them have. So welcome yeah. to the first Rock and Roll Supporters Club. Uh, oh, hang on. Supporters Club. Rock and Roll Football Supporters oh, yeah. Absolute Radio Supporters, supporters, absolute radio supporters, supporters Club. Club. Yeah. First point of order, we need to work on the name. <laughs> uh, R&RS... R&R... Oh. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that at the next meeting? You always bring okay. this up, Matt, and it's okay. only the first sorry, meeting. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, uh, have we decided what team we're going to support this week? We've had a number of uh, texts and emails in. We did ask for a team kicking off at three o'clock. We did, yeah. And not for a fixture tomorrow. No. Uh, sadly, not everyone understood, <laughs> um, including two Everton fans. Uh, Richard from Hearn Bay says the whole country should be Everton fans for the weekend as the whole of humanity doesn't deserve the endless bore that will be the Scouse fans if they win at the, win the Prem. And, of wow. course, it will help the mighty City win the Prem, which is an added bonus. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Uh, Richard, can we please be respectful of each other? <laughs> That's a valid point Come on, Richard there. Just turning on each other. It's not the Labour Party. Um, <laughs> uh, Peter from Glasgow. Again, we did ask for a fixture today. Yes. He said uh, Glasgow Celtic first British team to win uh, 1967 European Cup thanks Peter yeah, in fact, they were the only team to win the 1967 European Cup. Yeah, the only ones to do it in that <laughs> little known fact. Little known fact. Yeah, little known fact. Yeah, they're not playing until uh, 5:15, so that's not good. Okay, Cor- we, we've got some more correspondence. No uh, Dar and Joe in Plymouth have been in touch. They got in touch with me, the uh, secretary of this group, uh, to say that you should support Plymouth Argyle as their 1,000 fans are making the longest journey. They're travelling the most miles out of all the league fixtures today. Come on, you greens. And I think it's fitting that we maybe should back Plymouth yes. in the week where Josh Widdicombe absolutely mugged you off on national whoa, television. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't ruin a, it. In such a manner. I Don't ruin should. it. What do you mean? What? Well, because th- that's beef, isn't it? That is beef. But then uh, that's got nothing to do with it. Okay, no, that's nothing to do with it. I can tell you the distance between Plymouth and Sunderland is 402 miles. So that's an 804-mile round trip. Yes, it is. Uh, six hours and 19 minutes. Wow. Hang yeah. on. One way? Yeah, that's just one way. So that's so. 12 hours 38. Well done. Yeah, good trip. maths. Good and, that's, maths. and that's with good traffic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. It could be busy. That's a nightmare. And a thousand of them are going. Just to watch Sunderland against Plymouth. Fair play to them. I think we should back them, personally. Okay, well, if, do we have any, any other business? Back the pilgrims. Are they called the pilgrims? I think that's what they're called, are they? On their pilgrimage everyone, to the See, North this East. is the problem with Loro Gate, <laughs> is that everyone is now doubting themselves. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. We also have another young member who's joined the Rock and Roll Football Supporters, Supporters Football Supporters Club, and um, it's Joe Butler has tweeted, as he said, my son Milo signed his first ever football contract for our local club, Coil Dove AFC. I'm guessing that's in Ireland. He's a massive Spurs fan, because I do know about Irish football. And I've got him into listening <laughs> to the show. And he's loving it. Any chance of a shout-out? Of course, Milo. Wow, excellent. And, uh, and Joe, and he's put hashtag Lawrence and he's Irish. 
Yes. Got and ruined it again. Well, I mean, the thing is, most people did realise that he was Irish. I mean, you know, he, sound, he sounds English, but... I'm actually getting trolled in the <laughs> flesh. <laughs> um, well, that's it. What a great branch meeting. That's there good. Go. That's the first branch meeting done. Um, so today we are supporting Plymouth, Plymouth Argyle, Argyle against Sunderland yes. for the whole... Sorry, Sunderland fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll have updates on that one. That's our focus game. That is, I mean, imagine if that's our TV... Yeah. Coverage works. Oh, I imagine that. Just yeah. get in touch and let us know. Yeah, and we'll... People from all over the... We'll get in touch the cameras up. Today's big match, it's Sunderland against Plymouth. <laughs> it's the sound of tellies all over Britain being turned yeah. off. Hopefully not radios, because we're sticking with this until <laughs> five o'clock. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. And we're all getting behind Plymouth today as part of the Absolute Radio Rock and Roll Football Supporters Football Club, which has gone down well with Julian Nacassel. Uh, Says, no, dude, the Sunderland fans will be crying on Netflix again. (laughs) Come on, they're pilgrims. Come on, pilgrims. I mean, that's the danger with supporting Plymouth is we're going to upset these wonderful people. On the river to build the ball. Well, Sounds like a song. Westlife song. <laughs> I love it. You skipped the song bit when you watched the documentary on Netflix. Who on I, earth? I reveled in it every single time it came on. It's the best opening title sequence to a TV show I've seen for a long time. We interrupt. Love it. We interrupt this banter. It's good news for yeah. producer Nick. <laughs> yeah. It's Villa 1, Derby 0. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Derby down 1-0 early in a game for the second time this week. <laughs> yeah. Not Deep They burn. don't start well. They don't come out of the Blocks well, do they, at the moment? And the they're Lampard. Faltering. Oh dear. They're choking. <laughs> oh dear. What was those t shirts they used to sell near the Forest Ground with Arthur Cox, who was the old oh, manager? Yes, yeah. Back at the time, it was done like the film poster of Jodie Foster, and it would say The Silence of the Rams. Oh, yes. I used to love and they, I remember uh, that song about Robert Maxwell and Arthur Cox. Oh, there's a circus in the town, Robert Maxwell is the clown. Oh, that's it. And then it was, didn't Arthur it become Cox, so John Gregory and later on. Yeah, Cameron yeah. Brady in yeah. later years? Yeah. There's just all sorts of different versions. Yeah. Depending on who's in charge. Yes, that's it. Yeah, you could rework it, yeah. So we're behind Plymouth today. That's currently nil-nil, I believe. Sunderland nil. Yes, Plymouth they've made nil. that huge pilgrimage all the way up there. Literally, it's a pilgrimage. It's, it's, take, it's a 12-hour round trip. Now, celebrity fan Josh Widdicombe yes. uh, is a Plymouth fan. That's who he's a celebrity fan of. Yes. He sent us some facts here. Oh, good. Plymouth is the biggest city in Europe never to have had a top division club. Wow, that's a so good fact, isn't it? Good fact, I think it justifies us getting behind them. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Grobelar played for Argyle, uh-huh. but couldn't train with the team during the week because he was in court for match-fixing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they really got him at the best this time. This is amazing. It's a big city, it's a wow. geezer's club. Oh. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, just for himself, once won the 50-50 draw, which I'm guessing Did was he? the half-time half-time, yeah, like the lottery. But his dad wow. made him and, my bro- him and his brother... Sp- Split the 565 quid with our other siblings, even though they didn't go to Argyle. Outrageous. And he says himself, still livid. Oh, wow, this is great. First game he went to was against Forrest in the Littlewoods Cup. Oh. Wednesday the 31st, 1990. Doesn't say what month. 1990, wow. We were reigning Littlewoods Cup champions that year, weren't we? Or was it 89 we won it, I think? We won it in 89 and 90. And 90, yeah. 
We beat Luton Town 3 1 in 89, and we beat Oldham Athletic 1 0 in 19. for both of them. Oh, I see, I wasn't. Great I was days. too young. Oh, man. Glory days. Glory days, but glory days we're now going <laughs> to infuse yeah. into Plymouth Argyle. Yes, pass on the good vibes. We need some Plymouth Argyle chants, really, don't we? We could do with some. What do they sing on the terraces? Let us Plymouth? know, Plymouth fans. Know. Let us know. What are the Plymouth chants? Uh, tweet us at RR Football, because we're all Plymouth fans today. Yes, we are. I'm quite excited about this. They've yeah. taken a thousand people to Sunderland. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, that on a scale, that is like, you know, in Celtic, used to take huge numbers away in Europe. Yeah. It's like that sort of thing, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah. But in League One. You know when they figure out that thing where they say an ant carrying a leaf yeah. is like a man carrying a tower block? Right, yeah. Plymouth yeah. taking a thousand That's... would be like England taking a million to the Euros. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. do it on Fair side... play to them. I mean, I, I want to absolutely... I'm making that up, <laughs> but I bet it's not far off. Yeah, fair play to the Pilgrims. Come fair on, play the, to the Pilgrims. Fair play to the Pilgrims, who probably, for... If you did some sort of... Metri- some sort of indices yeah. of club stature to club following... Right. ...and distance travelled... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the best... If you, are you following me? Yes, I think is so. Is anyone? <laughs> is this thing on? Is anyone out We're there? We're still live. We're still That's, live. That is, well, it probably is still the best away following in, yeah. in the world. Mm. Plymouth taking a thousand to Sunderland. I'm going to say it. Yeah. It's the best away following in the world. You think so? Yeah, the Plymouth away. Fans. Tell me I'm wrong. Best Tell me I'm in wrong. The world. No, I'm I'm with them. Tell me the I'm Plymouth wrong. Plymouth Barmy Army of Pilgrims. Do they call themselves the Barmy Army? Probably. I don't know actually, but yeah, you know. You're straining into cricket there. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. And that's got connotations. It has indeed, yeah. Friendly connotations. We don't like them here. We, we no. want a rowdy of them. No, yeah, we don't, yeah. <laughs> so what do just... Plymouth fans call themselves? Uh, yeah, that's we need chance. We know, mate, because the Aviva advert. Oh, yeah. Green Army! <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals flying in across Goals. the Premier League. Lots of them. Palace 1 0 up at Burnley. Oof. A Phil Bardsley own goal. Oh, if mate. that's not exciting enough for you, Wolves have just <laughs> scored two in the space of two minutes. First, Raul Jimenez sets up Diogo Jota. Then a minute later, Diogo Jota sets up Raul Jimenez. They are beating Cardiff 2 0. Big exciting. game, of course, today in League One. Yes. And it's huge. Sunderland. Huge. Against Plymouth. What's the latest there, uh, Matt Dyson? Well, the latest on... No... Sorry, yeah, we used to build the ball. Lovely song about it. Hang on, hang on. You just, sing, you just sing that on your on own. the river where they used to build the boats. The Lake Poets. What's the next A.K.A. Bit? Martin Longstaff. Hang on, was that written specially for the show, or did that song I don't exist? know. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I think he, <laughs> I think he, No, I think he'd written it for How his... How long's it taken you? <laughs> I think he'd written it for his granddad. It's about his granddad who used to work on the boats. Yeah, I figured, I mean, we all figured that <laughs> yeah, bit out. But uh, I'm not sure which came first. I don't know if he was commissioned to do it. The granddad or the song. <laughs> what came first, the granddad or the song? I don't know if he was commissioned to do it or if they heard it and thought that will work well for our TV show. I imagine the latter. But you, when you say you're trying to get to the bottom of it, a, a Google search would yeah, probably... Yeah, it probably would find oh, But it, yeah. what, what I'm asking is, have you Googled it and was that result inconclusive and have you resorted to other so means? that's what... Last time I looked into it, I didn't find out. <laughs> looked that, into and, it? And, and then I gave up. That, that's basically what happened. Uh, nine minutes in at the Stadium of Light, uh, attempt missed for Argyle. <laughs> Freddie Ladapo. Go on, Right-footed shot from outside the box. Go on, boy. It's close, but misses to the left. That's how it's going so far. Exciting times for Argyle fans. 
We got one here. We've had a text, by the way. It says, it's Joe here, Argyle fan. We've taken 1,600 plus up there. One team in Devon. There's only one team in Devon. That's a great chance. I think it? it's just a generic kind of... I don't know <laughs> where really I'm is. from. I don't know what that is. Because I was in Devon, then I moved out, see? Yeah. But I'm still Argyle, I am. Green Army. Every game, home and away, me, including pre-season and reserve games. We don't even have a reserve side anymore. I meant to say academy. It's, that's, I think it's good. It's a sort of generic West Country, is, I suppose. But when does West Country meet Devon? I don't know, mate. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't live around there no more. No, it's all changed no, since we voted leave. <laughs> I don't even know if we did, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, Green Army. We'll be following them all the way through the afternoon in rock and roll football. We will indeed. Forest sadly losing one now. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's leave it there. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. A goal at Old Trafford. High drama, Matt Dyson. Surprising scoreline. Uh, Manchester United are losing 1-0 oh. to Southampton. What? Jan Valery has called on, not me, but he's called on his teammates to set him up for a goal. He scored, which is amazing. Unbelievable. Jan Valery. Jan, Jan Valery. They've got to sing that, surely. Valery, yeah. Poor old Ole. Yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's going to be upset. Wow. Up and I'm right upset. He must be. <laughs> can't believe Southampton being his 1-0 at all. <laughs> he can't believe Ooh, it. I'm going to really ruin my pie and mash later <laughs> when I get home to front bit. When I take flat tip, I whip it out for a walk. Yeah. Oh, oh, up and I made a right fool out of me, Sen. <laughs> Ooh, I can't believe it. <laughs> One nil down, you lot, you disgraced shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you be saying <laughs> in the dressing room at half time. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, latest on the uh, big uh, Plymouth Argyle game at Sunderland. Uh, it's been all Sunderland over the past 10 minutes, unfortunately. Uh, Kyle Leatherton for Argyle, obviously. Go on, uh, Kyle. Has just conceded a corner. Uh, but uh, that's the latest. It's still goalless. So the 1,000 proud pilgrims have not man. made the journey uh, for no reason at this stage. They're still holding in. There. Talking to managers who sound funny. Brendan Rogers sensationally left Celtic this week yeah. for Leicester. I kind of get it, but equally, he was probably going to win three trophies at Celtic. See the season out. Well, I suppose he should have done, yeah. But then he, he says this chance was only, had only come up now and they weren't going to wait. A huge chance to manage Leicester. City, yeah. Offers like Leicester don't come around that often, <laughs> do they? Oh, the peak. Anyway, he released a video to announce his um, new contract. Yeah. And a lot of people thought he sounded a bit strange in it. Yeah. I'm delighted to be named manager of this fantastic football club. At Leicester City, the foundations are in place for us to grow and achieve many things. Hopefully with my experiences and the talent of the players in our squad, we can be successful together. See you all soon. <laughs> so weird. He's sort of staring at the camera wise, yeah. isn't he? It's like a hostage video. It was very much like a hostage video. You could see, if you look carefully enough, you can see a radiator that is, that is chained to it in the back. Yeah, yeah, it's weird for him because he's normally quite good in front of the cameras. I'm he? happy to be here at Leicester. <laughs> I hope we can have success. Yeah. He's got that stare in his eyes. And he's like really that. clear. See you all soon. See you all soon. <laughs> see you all soon. So weird. I hope. Yeah. They're feeding me. They're looking after me well. <laughs> I want to reassure everyone back home in Northern Ireland and in Scotland. Yeah. I mean, he's getting all this grief from Celtic fans. Are we sure he wanted to go? Was he kidnapped and taken to Leicester against his will? Sky Sports News. Brendan Rogers has arrived <laughs> at the King Power Stadium <laughs> in the back of a transit van. <laughs> it looked to be a hood over his head <laughs> and three armed gunmen. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Kidnapped. Wow. What a thriller, though. What an idea for a film. Yeah, right, what an good, idea for a film. Yeah. 
where a, 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 a manager is kidnapped. Yeah, and then and forced, forced to, to run oh another team. Word. <laughs> and, then, and then two radio goons <laughs> mock his play. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you pesky kids. And we rumble the whole operation. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? To add to the drama. <laughs> and it's yeah. bad news. Oh, it's bad news for Argyle fans. Very sad news. Lee Catamole, oh! who featured heavily in that uh, Netflix documentary. Has, I think he's, you know, this is more his level league one, isn't it? Lee Catamore when it comes mm, to goals. Saucer of milk for microphone <laughs> too. And, uh, yeah. They are 1-0 up. Poor Argyle fans crying into their Bovril at half time by the looks of it. Come on, Green Army! Come on, Green Army. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. If you could just hear a slight scratch there, that was not a needle on vinyl. <laughs> just do that again. That's Matt Dyson just clawing just itching, his itching my beard. <laughs> against the grain as well. It's yeah, a lovely yeah. sound. You know what, just, just do that in a gentle rhythm. Yeah. Just walking here through um, <laughs> some local woodland. And here we find <laughs> Matt Dyson in his natural habitat. What are you doing in my beard? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely sound. Uh, now, I, I occasionally buy football shirts. Do you? Do you ever buy the Forest? Not much anymore. No, they're not very flattering modern football shirts. I just don't, when are we going to wear it? Good know? point. I bought yeah. the England shirt this summer, last summer. Yeah, I think it's nice to have a couple knocking about. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to have a few. Other options available to you, of course, to make your own. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Or buy dodgy knockoff stuff. Oh, now, yeah. producer Nick saw this for himself. Now we're going to tweet yeah. this out on our on our social media Something channel else, at R and Football. Someone has made. A David Louise leather jacket. <laughs> that's, it gives, I mean, there's no real way to. It's a it's, long it's blue leather jacket. Unbelievable. With a with David Louise on the back, on with like his a, back turned. A massive big patch with just his hair and the back of his name, the name on the back of his shirt, on this blue leather jacket that this woman has clearly made herself. I'm presuming, unless there's a market stall near Stamford Bridge that sells this kind of stuff. But why wouldn't you just have a blue leather jacket, but with the shirt back as you would on a shirt, so with David Louise yes. thirty, yeah. rather than a picture of him? Him. I reckon that's what she's asked for. She's gone. Can you do me a jacket? With David Louise's the back of his shirt on, yeah. and they've got it wrong, and a picture of his shirt but stitched just, onto a jacket. But just his back as well. It's a weird thing to put on the back of your coat. Isn't or it? a mum's done it because yeah, mum's my mum was a serial offender at stuff like this. What sticking a forest badge onto a top and telling me it was official gear? <laughs> really? Did she? I had a, I had for a while a kind of floppy red hat that it wasn't a flat cap, but it was like the sort of thing that a young boy. You know when you see. So turn of the last century pictures of, yeah. of scruffy young northern boys outside bakeries. Yes, that's you know, baggy, sooty, the baggy, outcomes. you know, sort of coaly faces. Yeah, um, chimney sweep type mm. looking, um, like the sort of floppy hat with a peak. Yeah, oh yeah, I know you mean. One yeah. of those with just a stuck-on forest thing. Really? That I, she would not make me wear to games, but certainly encourage. <laughs> oh no! And there was all sorts of knockoff stuff like Bumbro and stuff like oh, that. Where yeah. It's not even real oh, gear. Yeah, the fake England shirts from Arnold Market were particularly <laughs> bad. I seem to remember. Those oh. ones where people had to stitch on the crest themselves. Yeah, yeah, or iron-on. There used to be iron-on Umbro and sportswear. You could iron the badges. On there was the so much shirts. weird stuff. 
rocking on Highly flammable. But this, I mean, this woman has put a lot of work into this. It's all we can say. It's quite impressive, but weird at the same time. So get in touch with us um, for any your stories of stuff you've made yourself or stuff you've bought, the knockoff, the hooky, yeah. the fake, the homemade. <laughs> I mean, one thing I did make once for a Forest game, I tried to make one of those banners. Oh, did you? So you know in the old trend tendies, and a lot of football clubs, some of them, obviously, like the huge like silk banners, that nylon yeah. banners that go across. And I thought, well, people just make these at home, not realising these are professionally made things. Yeah, yeah. So I got a double bed sheet of my mum's, and we had an allotment, and I would go to this allotment and just cut out pieces of material from old shirts and try and do a, a banner. Wow. So I made this banner with... Basically, I cut in half a pair of tracky bottoms. Yeah. And I wanted to say you reds. Okay. So that was the U, just a pair of, <laughs> a pair of tracky, tracky bottoms <laughs> upside down was the U. It, sounds, yeah. it was so bad. And then reds was just out of different. I was just hand stitching. Did you take it to a game? I took it down to a game in a farm foods bag. <laughs> Intending did, to did unveil anyone it. hold it aloft over their heads with you? I told the guy next to me that it was um, what I was doing, and he was just... And I was a kid. Yeah. About 11 years old, Whoa. maybe 12. And he was just like, don't... Please don't, don't get out. Put it back don't get the, out of the bag. Put it back in the farm foods bag. <laughs> That's it, like, now. <laughs> going to football with a farm foods bag. You just like, what are you doing? Back then, I used to take carrier bags. Oh. I used to turn up to Forest looking like I'd done my weekly shop <laughs> as a kid. Oh, yeah. I had a football in a carrier bag I used to get signed. Oh, and then nice. I had these banners that I'd... You know, I'm trying to remember if I tried to unfurl it or not. <laughs> I don't think I did, you but I think I'm trying to save my own blushes. You haven't still got it, have you, by any chance? In I wonder loft. if my mum's got it. I think oh, she's yeah. thrown it out. It will have gone mouldy. Yeah, you'd have thought so. What was the reds bit made out of? Is that just old forest shirts? A, a Sunderland together? shirt someone oh, had given me. Wow. We knew a, the guy who worked for Hummel said he did. Uh, <laughs> wow. So we used to get Falkirk and Sunderland shirts wow. in the early 90s, and I just cut out some of those. I mean, it would have looked, it would have been illegible. Yeah. No one would have been able to... People would have just said, is that a pair of tracky <laughs> bottoms? It would have looked more like V-Reds. <laughs> V-Reds. It would have looked bottoms. awful. Yeah, it was... I weird. mean, imagine if I'd have unfurled it, it's the like, embarrassment. Yeah, sort of like crazy collage you'd created, I suppose. But, you know, fair play. Did you ever do anything like that? I didn't. No, nothing like that with tracksuit bottoms at all, no. Why not? I just didn't have the time. Okay, so it was more... <laughs> yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to say because you're not sad. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to... Okay, fine. You were just too busy. It just never really occurred to me. I mean, I suppose Art Attack inspired us in many ways, but, you know, I didn't, didn't get to that level. Of course, that's what it was. Was that was it Neil Buchanan's fault? No, it wasn't. No. I, was, I was trying to find a way out for myself, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just so embarrassed now. But I did once as well. My mum got me a, a, a Celtic training top from yeah. a market, and because I didn't want to be wearing a Celtic shirt, I, I ironed over an England badge onto it. But it's a yellow and green Celtic training top. Yeah. So I st- ironed the England badge over it and then was trying to fib to people and say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's the new England training top. It's like the third kit. But even yeah. kids were like, why would it be yellow and green? <laughs> and why no. is Celtic showing through underneath? Oh, the power of the iron-on badge. That's what it's all about. Oh, man. Highly flammable fake gear. Oh. If you can go on our Twitter feed and look at at r Football and see this David Louise leather jacket, if you can beat that, I'll be amazed. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
It's still half-time in most of the games. The referee will be talking to the team captains now. The bells will be going off yeah. in those home and away dressing rooms yes, up and will, down yeah. the United Kingdom, this island we love so much. <laughs> Matt Dyson, a strangely patriotic way yeah, to start the half-time wow, scores. What's the latest in the, the big game? Surprisingly, today? Bournemouth Man City is still goalless. <laughs> I thought there would have been goals from Man City in that one. They seem to be struggling to score of late. No, no, what's it. going on? Um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne has gone off injured at half-time in that game. Uh, Brighton, Huddersfield, also goalless. Not as exciting, that one, I'd imagine. Palace still 1-0 up at Burnley. Southampton are still 1-0 up at Manchester United. I cannot believe that. Uh, Ralph Harsenhutl has really turned things around. Love saying his name. And uh, Wolves are beating Cardiff 2-0. And in the big game at the Stadium of Light? The big game at the Stadium of Light is still the Argyle losing 1-0 to Sunderland. Green Army! Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Goals in the Premier League. News from Matt Dyson. Yes, another for Crystal Palace. They're beating Burnley 2-0. Mitzi, Mitchie Batshuayi has scored what I think is 2-2 two two for him now. And there's been a goal at Old Trafford as well. It's an Which equal, way? It's an equaliser for Manchester United. Um, it's Pereira who scored. Um, uh, it's one all at this stage. Still, Man City drawing nil nil at Bournemouth, though. Oh, I'm mighty relieved we got equalised. <laughs> we talked at Southampton. That's right. Ooh. That's right, Ollie. We're all really pleased for you. We're dead chuffed. Half an hour to go, though. Half an it squeaky bum time. <laughs> That's what them southerners call it, I believe. <laughs> now, we're talking about hooky gear. Man, we've had so many great texts. Um, <laughs> Some guy's got in touch says that we were poor and only had stuff from Marx's. Marks are expensive. Marks are Spencer's. Yeah. Well, there you go. You yeah, must have well. had very rich neighbours. I had a generic red Marks's footy shirt where all my mates whose parents liked them, oof, there's a lot oh, in that. Wow. Had red striped <laughs> blades tops and I convinced everyone that it was the goalie strip. My ma even cut out a number one out of tea towels. Oh, so the oh, odds wow. add further value to the illusion. <laughs> Cheers, Ma. Sure that 90- was so convincing. Yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. He says, by the way, I, I ruined my kids and bitterly regret it. I think he means he spoilt them. Uh, oh, right. I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I think that's what it means, that in in response... Yeah, you should. You should buy the fake kits, yeah, rather than lavish them with loads of expensive gear. In a similar vein, there's a PSG fan who got the wrong number on his shirt. He got the number four instead of the number three. Um, uh, Thilo Kera, who's the uh, the PSG player, who plays with the number three on his back, the, uh, the French defender, but yeah. a fan got the number four instead. Oh... Now, this reminds me, I remember playing on the park when Beckham went to Real Madrid. Yeah. And there was speculation it was going to have the number 77. Oh, right, Instead of the number seven. Yeah. And some kid in Nottingham had gone out and got it done and came down the park. And everyone was like, but you're not good. How do you know? And then they obviously ended up playing with 23. Yeah. And then it was that thing was going, he was trying to blag it. Going, no, because that, that's still his squad number, but <laughs> the, his shirt number's different from his squad number. Like, trying to find contortions. They're still number 77, right? Because that's Beckham's number, but number 23 is the number he plays in. Do you know what oh. I mean? <laughs> no, 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 but he is just number 23. So he'd ruined his shirt. Ruined it. And the amount it cost. Yeah. Double digits. You've got to make sure that number's correct. 
Talking of numbers. Speaking of numbers, a goal for Man City. Riyad Mahrez, who came on as a sub for Kevin De Bruyne, has made the breakthrough at the Vitalite Arena, or whatever it's called now, um, uh, at Bournemouth. Uh, Man City won the up. Very exciting times indeed. Uh, someone else has got in touch and said, my Italian 90 England tracking. Oh. My mum told me it was real. This from Neil in Beckenham. So I washed it and the white bits got dyed blue. <laughs> Turns out it was off the market. Oh, no. Oh, that, uh, that was a shell suit in Ital- Italian 90, wasn't it? A horrendous shell suit. Horrendous. Even the real one was horrible. I mean, oh, I liked the real I, one. I dread to think what the, uh, what the fake one looked like. I remember people from Nottingham when I sent to market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was the the Flea knockoff there, wasn't there? There was, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was the um, shell suit, but you could tell it wasn't umbro because instead of the diamond shape, there were squares. <laughs> right. But everyone had them. Yeah. So then, in the end, actually, it sort of it's became like the okay. The fake one became the norm. The yeah. fake one became <laughs> the norm. Yeah. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Wow. It was either that or jumbo. What was the? What were those like? Oh, gangsters, not the right word, <laughs> but like. Clothes that had like the fake bullet holes in the jeans and stuff oh, like that. Right, was it sp- what, spliffy jeans? <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> they were so bad. Oh, they were so- a NAFCO yeah. 54. NAFCO 50. Everyone had NAFCO 54 jackets, didn't they? The so first people point. got slated, and then everyone else just started getting yeah, it, and then yeah. they became fine. No one ever bought the original. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. You know, Graham Souness is uh, an idol of mine, as I'm sure he is yours, Matt mm, Dyson. Yeah. Fearsome individual. Excellent moustaches he's had over the years. And seems to have aged remarkably well. Really well, yeah. Suspiciously well. Not that I would say that to his face, (laughs) because uh, as viewers of Sky know, it's not even speaking to him that can set him off. This happened in the week. I thought they dominated the ball up until 18-yard box of Man United. And why are you looking like that? You're not agreeing with me? I'm just wondering if they're agreeing with you. Oh, it was the way you looked. I mean, oh, man, oh, it's the way he goes. Oh, no. I was just wondering if they were good. Like, well, mumbles it out. Yeah. I was just so no, shocked. <laughs> it's the bit. I mean, you have to see the video, but let's just enjoy that again. I thought they dominated the ball up until 18-yard box of Man United. And why are you looking like that? You're not agreeing with me. I'm just wondering if they're agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely oh, bobs it, doesn't he? That is I was just wondering if they were agreeing with oh, me. I didn't pull a face. So yeah, why are you pulling the face? I didn't mean to. Sorry, <laughs> it's, like, it's like those bullies. I remember once someone, as a child, you know, getting your dinner money taken off over, they go, what are you looking at? Yeah. What are you looking at? And you go, uh, uh, nothing. And then you look away, they Sorry, go, uh, yeah. look at me while I'm talking yeah. to you. And then you look at him, what are you looking at? You're like, what are you oh, looking just, away for? just take my money. I can't, I can't deal with this. There was a lad, I don't know where to look, do you? There was a lad at my school who used to make you jump up and down and all that oh, sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can hear the coins jangling. Yeah, yeah. and his, his catchphrase, uh, uh, he obviously didn't realise it was a catchphrase. He would go, uh, set me ten pence, <laughs> which means give me ten pence. Yes. You know, set me ten pence. Set me ten pence. <laughs> I haven't got ten pence. <laughs> yeah, jump up and down. Yeah, jump up and down. <laughs> jump, jump up and down. <laughs> I mean, it's on reflection. Like, how was I ever bullied by these people? Do you know what I mean? But obviously, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't 17 ston back then. Anyway, it, uh, and then I remember seeing him after a forest match, and oh, he caught yeah. my eye. And then Monday at school, he went, yeah, th- oh, hang on, I think you at Forest at the weekend, didn't it? I said, yeah, you went, yeah, you're right, you don't have to ever give me ten pence. Oh, wow. And I never, Great. I was never asked to set him ten oh, pence. Wow, what a lovely boy. Jump up and down and jangle anymore. That was the end of Great. my worries. Wow. Well, I never. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a particularly gruff Nottingham accent, that. Yeah, there was a lot of... The, the bullies at my school made you jump up and down as well. It seems to be all the rage at the time. I don't know if they still do that. Probably all the kids are cashless now, aren't they? they but you know what? Contactless cards. We didn't have an obesity epidemic back then, did wow. we? Yes. We're basically being forced to do burpees by the school bully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had no dinner money to buy any dinner with. That's right. So here, that here, here. Yeah. If you want to get, the, if you want a cure, we're going to say it now, right? <laughs> what we're going to say, if you want to cure this country's epidemic crisis, right? Yeah. And by the yeah. way, uh, I mean obesity crisis. Yeah. And by the way, the government haven't got a clue, right? Yeah. The NHS <laughs> is overstretched and underpaid. Bring back school bullies who make people <laughs> jump up and down. And I'm telling you what, you will you will change this nation's future. That's how yeah. you solve Brexit. Bring back school bullies. <laughs> Send them out there to Barnier. Yeah, Barnier, sent me down there. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals in the Premier League, Matt Dyson. Palace now 3-0 up at Burnley. Wilf Zaha with the third in the afternoon. What's happening? What's happening? Old Trafford! Yeah, I know, I know. It's now 2 all at oh Old Trafford. Oh uh, Romelu Lukaku put them 2-1 up. Uh, but James Ward-Prowse has hit back. It's 2 all at Old Trafford in the most exciting game in the Premier League this afternoon, certainly. Uh, and uh, Man City still 1-0 up at Bournemouth. Oh, Crivens, we're going and chucked under the goal that way. <laughs> oh, Father will be annoyed when he comes back from the mill. <laughs> and our featured game in League One this afternoon, uh, Sunderland are still 1-0 up against the mighty Plymouth Argyle, who've just uh, brought on Oscar Threlkeld. Uh, no, Oscar Threlkeld has just been subbed off for Ryan Taylor. You'll be pleased to learn all the pilgrims out there. Come on, pilgrims, come on, Green Army. It's time for paperback striker. Paperback striker. For five excerpts from a well-known footballer's autobiography, the moment you know who it is, or you think you know, text us to 8-12-15. Matt Dyson will try and guess as soon as he can. And this uh, this week's book will be read out in the style of Oli and Solskjaer. Ah, good. And short, uh, Asuaketo's pretty much meal. The one he had before every game. He'd turn up with a Tesco bag containing the same four items every time. A croissant, a hot chocolate, a full-fat coke, and a packet of crisps. Wow, really? Wow. That's Benoit Asuaketo. Yeah, Bye. While at Spurs, on way to pre-season game, a young midfielder, Jamie O'Hara, had been telling us about his new contract. 15 grand a week. A decent amount for a kid. <laughs> I've just realised I sound more like Scary Spice than both Salanta. First half of the game, we're awful. And Harry Redknapp hammered us. You shambles, he pointed at O'Hara. This kid is the only one putting it in. You lot oh. getting paid X, Y and Z. And he's only on five grand a week. Wow. Oh, wow. Imagine that. So he played alongside Jamie O'Hara at Spurs. Jamie O'Hara going around bragging about how much money he got. Back. And lying. Avoid, Tripling it? it. Yeah. The former Newcastle striker, Niall Ranger, bought himself a Range Rover and had the letter R added to the bonnet. You'd think that having the only Range Rover, Ranger Rover, sorry, in uh, Britain, yeah. were enough. But he had the word power on rear. Power round, <laughs> power ranger rover. It's <laughs> a great story, isn't mm, it? Yeah. This is one of the best uh, autobiographies we've had on this. Thank you very Some much. genuinely interesting anecdotes. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> a downside to dressing rooms, the toilets. At Stoke, there are three toilets. That scenario is the only reason I'm glad Robert Tooth left. He's big. He has a big German appetite. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I can say on the matter. <laughs> wow. Any clues yet? So he played for Spurs and Stoke. Just trying to put those together. I don't know. I don't know yet. OK. Last clue. Yeah, and this is from my mate's book. Well, he's not necessarily is. a mate, but I'm enjoying is, reading yeah. it. It's me. If you're just tuning in, this is me, all they're going to solve you. About the only silver lining to Liverpool's defeat by Milan in final of 2007 was I got taken for a drugs test immediately after final whistle. It meant a trip to walk straight past the dressing room and into a small cubicle where I sat for what seemed like an age trying to summon up a wee having been running around on a not Athens evening. <laughs> so, there you go. Liverpool, Spurs, Stoke. Ah, uh, yeah. A couple of guesses coming in. Potentially. Oh, I think Dyson's got it. Whoop, whoop. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. A goal in the Premier League, Matt Dyson. Yes, and it's a goal for Brighton. Florin Andoni came on as a sub and has put another nail in the Huddersfield coffin. Brighton winning 1-0. Paperback striker was, as so many of you got it right, including Martin the Excited Scotsman. Yes. Peter Clitch! Yeah. Peter Clitch! Someone thought it might be Tom Huddleston. <laughs> I'm not sure he's brought a book out. No, no, I don't think he ever will. Michael, uh, no, uh, who else? Michael Owen, was it someone saying? Yeah, I get that because the teams... He pl- yeah, I don't oh, think he played for Spurs, Spurs though, did he? That was no. the key one. Mm. But it's one of those things where you go, oh, he had a spell at them, he's a ute. Uh, yeah. It's one Possibly. of those things that could have happened. Could have happened. Um, music, of course, can help people in other ways other than just um, the joy of music. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino has revealed that listening to Adele helped oh, him yeah. learn English. Wow, yeah. Because I suppose with films, they get dubbed with music... That specifically get dubbed over. that's how he, he learnt all that so he, what sort of phrases did he pick up from well, that's day? it I think it showed in his post-match interview when he said it was too odd <laughs> yeah <laughs> awful <laughs> awful yeah the, specifically that uh, the James Bond one was it that he was Skyfall to, Skyfall he was that was the one I just over, tried to sing as too all over and over again that's what he listened to it was to. too all yeah it was too all. Never heard him talking about chasing pavements in uh, in his post match. It was Kate Nash. No, it wasn't. <gasps> oh it was no, it wasn't. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> I can't believe I've got my yeah. London-based female vocalist mixed it. up. I can't believe what you've done. It was because of um, wasn't this? What well, didn't Kate Nash mention pavements in one of her? Uh, she, oh no, uh, I, she may have done. Yeah. I once saw her on the pavement. Oh, right, that's it. Yeah. I did, yeah. near Oxford Street. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. Serious, serious. Well, yeah, nice. That's a night town. Did you? <laughs> Damn it, I'm really annoyed. <laughs> I mean, it's just been a, it's been the worst week for me. I thought Loro was English and I thought Kate Nash saying yeah, uh, I know. Oh, well. pavements. Uh, don't, don't beat yourself up about it. You know. And Forrest and uh, Lucy as well. Don't be- oh. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Big news in the big clash at the stadium light. Matt Di- A late <laughs> goal in the Sunderland-Plymouth game on Focus Match today. Unfortunately, he's gone to Sunderland. Uh, George Honeyman, who featured in that Netflix documentary, uh, has scored there. They've beaten Plymouth 2-0, so that massive 12-mile, 12-hour <laughs> round trip. Oh, love that song. You used to make bows and <laughs> No, you don't. Oh. Uh, On the river where... Oh, Sorry, I mate. Love it. Sorry, uh, I'll be interrupting actually. That long left. Yeah, bigger news in the Premier League. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sorry, mate. Luke Cocky has got his second, and it's a, a late turnaround for Man United. They've beaten Southampton 3 2, pretty much just waiting on the final whistle. Ollie will be delighted about that, won't he? Yeah, I'll be right. I'll be right happy with that. He got an assisted by Fred for that final goal there, Luke Cocky. My mate Fred from Plant. <laughs> used to work down sewage plant. Happen he's really good at football. Served in Second World War. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We're back at two next week. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, there you go. That was a classic, I, I believe, yes. is, how, uh, is how the press are calling it. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. A lot of people loving the new Oli Gunnar Solskjaer accent or <laughs> slash impression. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> There'll be more of that to come throughout the season. More throughout the, what little remains of the Not season. Not much left to go, is there now? Yeah. We are getting towards the, the back end of the season. The business now. end. Um, it was a pleasure producing this for you. For you personally, if you wherever you are listening to this, we did this for you. Yeah. No one else can hear this bit. No, just you. You might think that that's not true, but it is. <laughs> it, yes, it is. It really. We specifically did it for you. We did. We know. We know everything that's going on. By the way. Yeah, about, about you. The yeah, stuff yeah, you yeah, got yeah, up yeah. to. The stuff you got <laughs> up to last weekend. Yeah. We've heard about We've it. We've heard about it. We know, <laughs> we're not going to mention it here, but we know. But thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Subscribe. Review it on iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's all that remains to, to say, to, to be it, said. It? Yeah. Unless, Matt, you'd like to add anything. Uh, I'd just like to echo those sentiments from Fordy uh, about subscribing. Maybe give us a review. Oh, that'd you be know, nice. Why not? That would be why nice. Not? We have done this specifically for you, so it's the least you could do. Bye. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.